Welcome to the podcast. My name is Chris Haquez, and this is Your Best Life Defined. If you're ready to launch your life and discover the secret to true happiness and success, you've come to the right place. Oh man, I gotta, <laughs> how you doing? How you doing today? I'm gonna slow this one down. I got all the time in the world, right? At least until I die. I'm gonna try and make this podcast my best one, right? All right, so hey, what's it about? It's not your plan, huh? What the hell does that mean? Uh, we'll get into that in a minute, but I wanna share a couple stories with you first, so. Social media isn't going well for me. The podcast isn't going well for me. I'm over here struggling as far as getting people to actually kind of come around to this idea about waking up every day and choosing things that energize you. And I'm not talking about everything. I'm not sure. I'm not suggesting that all my friends out at the federal prison quit their jobs because working in federal prison sucks. But what I am suggesting is that when you're not at that federal prison, given the burden you're bringing home, the fact that we drink too much, we're overweight, we come home pissed off, we're volatile, we most of us have some form of PS or uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome, right? Because it's 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 dangerous. I lost 30 pounds in the first four months after I left the prison, in part because I was riding the hell out of my new mountain bike, but in part because I had escaped all the stress and it was so it was so comfortable i was just so used to it i didn't even realize i was under stress but if you're going to endure that type of a burden to fund your life the question i need to ask is so why isn't the rest of your life friggin' amazing i mean if you're gonna go fight inmates for eight hours a day you deserve eight hours of good time when you get off eight hours of doing stuff that actually does put fuel in your tank because let's face it working in a prison or a lot of these jobs i mean i've seen the list is endless right put some fuel in your tank when you get done but guess what we don't do that why don't we do that well as the title of this podcast implies sorry guys it's not your plan Oh, man. All right, here we go again. He's on a rant. Oh, my God. Shut it off, right? Okay, well, you can. And if you do shut it off, I'm not missing out on anything you are because unlike the entire rest of the friggin' world, I'm one of the few people who are trying to give you something. If you don't believe that, go back and look at my social media stuff. Go look at the nearly 400 podcasts I've done since I started this show, right? How many times within that will you hear me say, hey, listen, can you donate? I did it one time, then I go for, to get me a beer afterward at a local, a local brewery and I get crickets. And the reason I get crickets isn't because what I'm saying or what I'm doing is wrong. It's because people are truly uncomfortable with someone like me who's doing what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, like, that, I'm like that odd, you know, there was a white deer in Canyon City for a while. Can you imagine what that poor deer feels like? That's what I feel like sometimes. You know what the cool part about it is? That doesn't define me what people think. Because people think a lot of stuff, and a lot of stuff they think isn't true. Here's an example. How much money have you made mowing a lawn? You got a lawn. You got up this this weekend. This next Saturday, you'll probably, or Sunday, you'll mow a lawn. How much money did you make mowing that lawn? People say, well, I enjoy it. And and granted, I, I, have, I acknowledge it. I have a son who has a really nice looking yard and he goes out and he mows it and he does his thing. And if it weren't for the fact that he has so many other things in his life that he's pushing towards, I'd be concerned about that. 
And I'm not telling you to get rid of your house, get rid of your lawn or anything, but the reality is the reason you're on the path you're on, the reason that your plan encompasses debt and it encompasses a whole lot of obligation and very little bit of fun is because that's how it was designed. Let's talk about the American dream. What is the American dream? Everybody, oh, we got to own a house. Why do you got to own a house? You know what's ironic about that? Houses are for bankers. I don't know why I heard it. I was listening to some guy who was associated with baseball, and he said that it, it just comes to light. Houses are for bankers. Debt are for ba- is for bankers. There's, there's no benefit for you to go in debt for a $70,000 truck. Show me the benefit. Because I can tell you right now, a $1,200 beater will do exactly the same thing as your $70,000 truck. The question is, why do you believe it? Because it's in the plan. Think about over the next tech, over the next week until we get together again. Here's a challenge for you. Until we get together again, here's a challenge for you. Think about how many times you spend sitting in silence where you're able just to think about your choices from the standpoint of how they feel. And worse than that, how much how much time can you actually do that before some distraction jumps in and says, hey, don't be thinking about you. You need to be thinking about other things. You need to be thinking about TikTok. You need to be thinking about Facebook. You can't be thinking about you, my God. You know why? Because when you people, when you start spending time thinking about you, you turn into people like me, right? They don't want that. The world doesn't. The bankers and the corporations and the and the realtors and the um, and the appraisers, everyone who's making money on our inability to escape some idea that's been implanted in our heads, along with for generations. If that happened, can you imagine what would happen to the economy? Can you imagine what would happen if all of a sudden everybody says, "You know, I think he's right. I think I think we should go ahead and go with that thing we've been telling everyone that oh yeah, debt's a bad thing. We're we're working to get out of debt." Funny thing about that is most people work their entire lives to get out of debt and they die in debt. Oh, except for, oh, that big old nest egg, right? You work 30 years and the most you can accumulate is enough to pay off your house and have a meager retirement. And yet we're like, oh, hell yeah, hell yeah, I'll do that. I'll work 30 years and and gain 40 pounds and have liver problems and be on 12 prescriptions and never get to swim in the ocean, never go to Europe and and never hang glide and and I can't do push-ups, but I sure can drink beer. That's a good one. That's a yeah, the dream, right? Witnessed it. I spent a winter in Florida. You know how many old guys are sitting in chairs drinking vodka by two in the afternoon? Not that I have anything against vodka, but I'll tell you what, vodka never made success out of anyone. It isn't like the more vodka you drink, the more successful you get. And yet I see it time and time again. And if you look at your own life, how many things are you going to do in the next week that are actually going to even inch the position of your life? add anything sustainable to the quality of your life to the value of your life where where you look back a week from now and you're going yeah you know that was a real that was a brilliant idea that was a really good idea we're going to do that again in fact chances are and i'm going to push you in here on your bubble right because this is where people oh screw him i don't have to listen to this crap well of course you don't Because if you listen to this crap, then a lot of what most of us believe comes into question. And the last thing we want to do is have to question what we're doing, because if we don't view it in the light that we've been taught to, that is, oh, this is amazing. Oh, nice house. Oh, your yard looks good. Oh, guess what I got? 
got a garage full of crap you'll never use. Your kids will be throwing that stuff away. And we don't even believe that. We're like, oh, man, look at all my stuff. I got to tell you right now, no one's driving by looking at your crap. They're not driving by going, oh, man, look at him. You know what they're going? I bet they're in debt. I bet they're in debt because if people say things like that, it lifts them up in their position, right? That's why social media is so popular. We're all a bunch of voyeurs. But can you imagine what would happen if you actually took all that time you spend on social media and and spent it focusing on some endeavor? Maybe you want to get your, I don't know, maybe you want to go back to school, get nursing degree. Maybe, maybe even just investigate it, right? But no, 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 because a dream. You don't, you don't grow up and have a house. Honey, when you grow up, are you going to have a house? Oh, yeah. You going to get married? Oh, yeah. Our parents our parents never told us, hey, when you grow up, are you going to live in an RV and travel around the country, spend July in Bar Harbor, Maine, and the winters in Florida, and, and swim with dolphins? And, and my big one is sailboat, live on a sailboat in, the, in some tropical paradise. I mean, and let's face it, that's something that we all dream about. And that's why we save our money and our time so we can get that two-week vacation and fly to Hawaii. But how many of you actually actually are planning to live in Hawaii? Oh, we, we, can't, oh, we can't. It's too expensive. It's not too expensive for someone who sets that as their plan and puts money aside and works towards it every every day until they actually see that as their reality. But the reason we don't do that is because it's contrary to what we know and what we believe. And why is that such a manipulation? Well, it's because not every one of us should be living in a house. Houses are great for people who love houses and love all of that. But what's funny is the marketing is so good, they have convinced us of the significance and importance of mowing a lawn. Some guy said, hey, let's try this. No, they won't go for it. Oh, no, I think they will because they're farmers at heart. Remember back in the 40s, 30s, before food was readily available in the early 1900s when when that changed and you could go to grocery stores all of a sudden, but that, that, that habit of tilling the earth and of growing, that didn't change. That's been long before. So what they did, they said, well, you know what, we'll tell you, we'll just, we'll just do this house thing instead of having a crop of of corn and peppers and all that we just we just give them this grass and we'll tell them hey let's grow some grass right and of course us coming from our roots you know because we were we were we worked the land right so we're like oh this is my this is satisfying i worked the land have you ever thought of anything better than working the land i mean for god's sake it's 2022 right we got to quit fooling ourselves at some point with this whole idea oh you know hey hey congratulations and i'm i'm gonna harp on this because it just it just it's you know it's so blatantly obvious and yet no no one wants to accept it right here's the deal your kid grows up he goes to college what's the plan he's gonna get married have kids buy a house right that's the plan no one tells him hey listen why would you want to do that wouldn't you rather take what you've learned and do this with it of course not why not because we certainly don't want them to be any different than us right it's a great idea but let's decipher that plan a minute let's go ahead and think about that plan what happens when your son goes to school and he goes in debt for that because that's the other big lies that, oh, you can't be anybody unless you go to college, right? And of course, the bankers and the lawyers and the colleges are all caught up in that too. Because have you ever noticed that the a federal student loan is the only loan that can't be, or one of the loans that can't be claimed on bankruptcy? I don't care what happens to you. You're not claiming a bankruptcy on a loan. You know why? Because that's part of the system, right? But there you are. 
your kid, you, your kid, and your grandkids, unless someone changes something, they're going to fall right into that trap. And what's ironic about it is, if I ask you, is debt a good thing or a bad thing? What are you going to say? Think about it a minute. You're going to say, oh, no, 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 debt's a bad thing. And of course, like I wrote in my book and then the next book I'm writing is like, yeah, okay, so you, you'll acknowledge that debt's a bad thing, but there's a good chance you're in debt. That's why this podcast is so abrasive to most people. It's because I don't care what you say about your life. The chances are you're living in a big house and there's a lot of crap you do that you don't enjoy. You're going to work every day to pay for this stuff. And it's not a short-term commitment. You're not talking a two-year degree or a four-year degree or even an eight-year degree to become a doctor, right? You're talking about a lifetime. And instead of being a doctor or a lawyer or anything you could be, guess what you're going to be? You're going to be a tired, broken-down old man sitting in a chair thinking, damn, how'd I get so old? And you know what that banker and all those people behind the scenes that created this whole story for you are going to be doing? They're going to be sitting in the Bahamas drinking umbrella drinks, still working out on the latest and greatest workout machines and doing what they do. Are they still going to get old and die? Yeah, but in the end, they're going to look back and go, damn, we had a frigging good time. Question is, can you say the same thing about you? Let's fast forward on this. Let's tell, let's just talk about where this is going. You're going to be surprised what you find out. I'll tell you what, I don't, people say, oh, no, I'm not afraid to die. I'll tell you what, I'm scared to death of dying. You know why? Because I'm having fun. I want to stop having fun. I'm like that kid right now, or that, those kids back in, in my time when I was 9 or 10 out there under the street light. And the rule was when the street light comes on, you come home, right? We're out there, street light comes on, and everybody's going, oh, crap. We're playing hide and seek and cops and robbers and riding our bikes and doing all kinds of things like that. In case you haven't picked up on it, that's why I keep showing up here because <laughs> I'm living in my world, right? This is my world. And I wake up every day and I make all kinds of choices that are based on great ideas, based on great energy that comes from those choices. Let's face it. You know how interesting it is here? I am 60 years old and I'm out there in the park. They're having some first responder MRA uh, ambulance service thing out at the park. And I didn't know that. I just went to the park because my granddaughter had practice there at the high school. So I'm going to go over and get a workout, do some kicks and whatever. And it took me, I did about two hours worth of working out and people are looking at me like I'm nuts, but you got to know I'm having fun. Go look at my TikTok channel on your best life defined. There's plenty of videos. I'm laughing and cutting it up. Why? Because I figured it out. Life is supposed to feel like it did when you was a kid playing hide and seek and you see the light come on and you know you got to go home, but you don't want to quit yet. Here I am. It's, it's, it's Sunday night. I'm doing this podcast for Monday morning for today, right? And it's 10, 12 and my energy level, I don't know if you're hearing it, but my energy level is still through the roof. You know why? Because I believe there's going to be someone who says, you know, wait a minute, maybe he's right. But even if you don't, let's just say that no one cares, right? Let me bring something around to you. If you take a look around at anyone that's done the same thing that you're doing right now, that's 30 years older than you, 20 years older than you, tell me what you see. What you see is someone who is old, tired, and broken down. 
And when that person, when you ask that person, all right, how how's it look? And how when you look back at your life, and there they are, they're they're 80, 75, 80 years old, and you look, they look back at their life. Is there anything you'd change? I guarantee most of those people would say, you know. I don't think I would have worked as hard as I did. I think I'd have spent more time laughing and playing and and exploring and, and embracing life rather than just rushing through it in a hurry to get to the next day. And if you say, well, no, I don't I don't say that. I don't do that. I don't I don't rush to the next day. Man, you must have a great job. Because even even as optimistic as I was working in the federal prison for all the money they paid me, there were days I woke up and I was like, damn, I wish the day was over. And the reality is most of us are waking up that way. But the reason we're waking up that way isn't because there isn't another option available. The reason we wake up looking at our life and going, my God, get over, is because there's no room for anything else in the plan that you've been given. And that's that's what's ironic about it. And I'm 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 a fish swimming upstream on this one because I got to tell you, there has been years, early 1900s, as soon as there there was the ability to reach out to mass communicate with people, the radio, television. As soon as that stuff came into existence, all of a sudden, someone had the ability to influence how we think, what we want. And more than that, it gave us a window into models for ourselves that we could dream of. So you look at that, you look at that famous like Clark Gable or some of those early actors and they're over there smoking lucky strikes and, and doing all kinds of crazy stuff, right? You know, our parents are like, oh man, that's cool. Oh, look at him. Because it was so novel, right? And now we're sitting in 2022 and that the, don't worry about all that, the smoking, the smoking's bad. They say smoking's bad, right? And still, how many people die of, of smoke, cigarette-related uh, illnesses every year? And yet, some guy that's standing on some podium somewhere points out some other issue. And the next thing you know, the whole attention is like, oh, my God, we got to stop that. I mean, three people got, well, we got to stop. Three people died. The truth is, the reason that you're where you are right now and the reason it's so difficult for most of us to accept the fact that life gets better when we do what we love, when we pursue what we love, when we have a source of energy to replenish ourselves for all the hard work we put in, life gets better. And it's not about all of the things you have because let's think about it. How much time do you spend in that house, that big house you're working so hard to pay for? On an average day, 16 hours, some would say. How much quality time? Let's see, get up at 5, out the door by 6, get home by 6, maybe. Uh, In bed by 9. Huh. Seems like about 3, 4 hours a day, but yet you're working, you're paying $1,500 a month, $2,000 a month for the opportunity to pull out of that driveway and see that big investment, that big thing you're working so hard to pay for in your rearview mirror. And then when you do get to spend time in it, what it, what happens? Most of it has to do with cleaning something, fixing something, mowing something, changing something, buying something, and organizing it, right? Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Go look, take an inventory of your closets, your your basement, your garage. 
can you imagine if you had all that money back and all that time that it took to earn that money back from all those boxes of crap that you don't have any use for now? Why do you suppose that is? It's because somehow or another it's been ingrained in you that you can't go to the store without coming home with something. And chances are between the time you go to the store and the time you come home, if you're in the passenger seat of that vehicle and you're looking at your phone, you have received probably 80, 100, 200, 300 offers for opportunities for you to find the happiness you're looking for. And what does that happiness always involve? Oh, reach for that wallet. Go ahead. Reach for that credit card. Go ahead. And then we're all crying. Oh my God, I don't have enough money. Well, that's all fine and well. I get that, right? And then a crazy guy like me comes along and says, well, you know, I, yeah, I live in a trailer house and it's a, it's, it is a trailer house and it's, but I look at it as a launch pad. This is how I can go to Florida and spend six months in Florida and afford it and, and be able to do whatever I want to do while I'm there. That's this, this, this house and the lack of debt is why I have the time and energy to be able to write a book and, and do an obnoxious podcast and load up the internet with my selling my book and, and, uh, asking for donations it's it's because i don't have anything else pushing in on me if i didn't want to do a single thing tomorrow or this next week or the next two weeks i could but what i don't want to have happen is i don't want to get to the end of my life and wish i had see the one thing i can tell you is i will never get to the end of my life and say man i wish i hadn't worked so hard (laughs) because (laughs) there's a lot of effort that goes into everything I do. But the truth is, it feels good to do it. The question I need to ask you is, how does it feel to do what you do every day? (laughs) All right, guys. Hey, I'll tell you what. Here's the deal. So I realize I'm coming on strong. I really am. And, And there's a reason for it. It's because... You know, I really value the idea that, you know, somehow or another, someone out there is going to say, you know, I can, I could downsize the house and we could do a little something different with the cars, maybe put a little more effort into, into earning some more money and saving some money, not maybe, maybe not going to Starbucks five days a week and escape that debt. And once you escape that debt, then you put some money away. And once you have cash in the bank, once you have that cash in the bank, that's when you have the ability to make decisions that are yours. That's when you can slow down and say, you know, I think I'd really like to do this or I want to do that. And that's not something that most of us have. And it's not because we don't want it. And it's truly not solely our fault. This is the machine. This is the plan that's been given to us. And granted, I realize it. Most people will not change. Most people can't change. Even when they want to change, they don't know how. And hopefully this next book coming out will help with that for those of you who are interested in reading it. But that doesn't mean you can't consider the possibility that that you can find the balance between the story that's been given to you and who you are and what truly inspires you. When you make that thing fit, you end up with Well, kind of something like this, right? Some guy just doing crazy stuff that no one actually believes in and are having trouble understanding. I tell you what, that doesn't diminish the quality of what I'm doing. I'm having a blast. So, in fact, I'll tell you what. Here's the deal. Before we close this thing out, let me tell you this. 
I usually do a walk and talk every morning between 9 and 8 and 9 o'clock, 9 and 10 o'clock. Not usually between 8 and 9 o'clock. And I have some new equipment now, so I'm going to be able to go live on the podcast. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and hit those at least three times a week during that 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock window. So if you want to get a more casual conversation, get an idea of what's in my head when I'm out there walking and talking and doing my thing, getting ready for my workout, it might be enlightening. And I guarantee it won't be this run you over thing that I'm doing right now. Be more casual, a little bit about my life, a lot more about my life, a lot more about what I think and and what my observations are as I explore the community, right, and and go about my business of of living my best life. So I hope you'll tune in and join me. Like I said, it's on the Podbean app. It's going to be a live show, and I I can't guarantee how many times I'll do it, but any time I'm out walking and talking, getting ready for that workout, you can guarantee I'll be there, and I hope you will too. Have you got your feelings hurt? I'm sorry for that. Didn't mean to hurt anybody's feelings, but I'll tell you what, there's sometimes when you just have to change it up and say it like it is, and the truth is, We can do a whole lot better. The question is, will you? I'm standing by you. I think you can. And I think if you really take a look at your life and actually do some soul searching, I think you'll agree. So until next time, just remember, today's your day. Make the best of it.